Greetings, and welcome to episode 73 of Third Heaven Authority Podcast. I'm Mike Thompson. Today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what I see as a shift to change that's happening right now in spiritual warfare. Let's talk a little bit about spiritual warfare because it is a major part of walking in Third Heaven Authority, which this podcast is dedicated to teaching and helping believers to understand the kind of authority and they have in Jesus Christ and the things that they can accomplish through Him. Warfare is actually tension. Spiritual warfare is a conflict that ensues between the kingdom of dark and the kingdom of light. Now, we are in the kingdom of light because we're believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. We have been saved, filled with the Spirit of God. We walk in His Word. And so, therefore, the greater one indwells us. Greater is he who is in us than he that is in the world, he that is in the darkness. So the light always overcomes the darkness. But that doesn't mean there isn't tension because the enemy uh, does not want to give up ground. He does not want believers to be successful in using their authority over him and binding and loosing and casting out demons and bringing healing and deliverance and love and all these wonderful things, uh, you know, to God's people. So he resists that. So that tension is there, and that's what we call spiritual warfare, uh, because we, as the kingdom of God, are going to invade not only the world with the love and the power and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ— but advance onto the enemy's territory and snatch, uh, you know, souls out of his grasp, jerk them right out of hell's gate, so to speak, and bring them into the kingdom of God and see all these wonderful things. So, so warfare, warfare. You know, I believe that warfare is beginning to change a little bit. I'm not talking about different tools or the way that we engage in warfare as much as I'm referencing how that the focus of that warfare has been shifting recently. And one of the reasons I say that is because the Lord began dealing with me here a couple, three months ago, about how that the darkness was shifting. It was coming in a slightly different way, that there was a specter of darkness that was coming upon the earth, that it was rising up in the United States of America. Now, you've got to understand right off the bat that CK and I are actually encouragers. I mean, we talk about power and victory all the time, and that's the only thing that I am going to teach on because the Word of God is a book of victory. Victory in our life by receiving Jesus as our Savior, victory in the things that we do for Him, ultimate victory of going to heaven and living eternally, uh, you know, in His kingdom, a new heaven and a new earth, all of that. So, so I'm an encourager. I'm a third heaven authority guy. I'm teaching on the victory. But here's the problem. In this world, you shall have tribulation, Jesus said. Okay? And then He said, not to weary worry because he has overcome the world, but we still have to face the tribulation. So what's happening now in America is I've sensed for these past few months this specter of darkness that has been coming in, something that I just could was aware of, I knew I could feel it, 
When I prayed, I knew the opposition was there. It was just a different manifestation than before. And again, I'm careful to say that even if it's a different manifestation of evil or of darkness, we still have the victory over evil and darkness, no matter how it manifests. But that manifestation, I could sense, was something that was ominous, that there was going to be a change uh, in our nation and in the world. And I can honestly say that particularly over the past few weeks, but since the Lord began sharing that with me, we've noticed that the world is beginning to change. And this specter of darkness, it's, it's a little different. There's, when we look at darkness in Scripture, we see that it references two major things. Of course, it's the kingdom of darkness, and it comes from Satan. But number one, that part of darkness is that it's blindness. It's lack of revelation knowledge, spiritual perception. And so when we receive Jesus, the blindness is removed from us. We see the truth and the light of God's kingdom, and he begins to teach us and lead us and guide us. But there's a second part of darkness, which is the evil nature of it. And that evil nature is what I have been feeling quite a bit recently. Over the years, there's been a lot of discussion, because I'm one of those guys that's been around for a while, about a specter of what we call communism, socialism, those kind of things, and, and coming into America, trying to take over America. But I think there's something new that has been added to that, and I'm going to be blunt about it. It's what I would call radical, militant Islam. We must understand that there are militants, there are terrorists, there are those who are seeking to not only destroy Israel and America, but also to take over Israel and America. And this specter is what I'm talking about. I think there's more to it also. I'm going to be honest with you. There are things that I haven't seen yet. I've only felt, and I, I know the Lord is just leading me in that area. So the Lord spoke to me originally, and he said, I'm giving you a warning that these kind of things are coming so that you'll be prepared. But the second aspect is he said, I want you to tell the people not to be afraid. Tell the people that I am bringing encouragement. It is not a woe is me. Look at how bad things are going to get. It is look at what I am calling the body of Christ to rise up against. And so the encouragement is that we have a covenant with God and that God is going to keep that covenant with us, that he has given us that third heaven authority, that we are carriers of truth and light and righteousness. Praise God. But there's a few things that I wanted to share with you. There's about six or seven points I think I'd like to make in order for us to be the warrior and to accomplish this great feat. We've been placed in the face of the earth for this day and hour. We are the ones, you know, every prior generation, those that have been in the body of Christ, the saved, who have stood up to all the different um, situations that have been upon the earth, they did their thing. 
we are the ones now that God is choosing and operating through in order to accomplish his will upon the face of this earth. So I want to give you great encouragement. The focus that is changing now is on what it is that the enemy is using, that great deception. There's more. There are different things that are going to happen in America. It'll get a little bit worse in the attacks. Um, I'm not talking about Armageddon, end of time, Jesus coming back at any point, or any of those kind of things. You know, when I was first saved, I asked the Lord about the timing. And of course, you know, the scripture says that no man knows the hour of the day concerning when the Lord is going to return, when Armageddon, when these end time things happen. Uh, You know, he doesn't even know. Jesus doesn't. He's waiting for the Father to turn to his right hand and saying, okay, son, now's the time. So why would we know more than Jesus? But what I am saying is that there's the spirit of that is in the world. You know, uh, the book of Revelation talks about the Antichrist, the definite article, there will be an Antichrist. Um, But John, in his epistle, said that the spirit of Antichrist is already in the world, the spirit of. So in other words, spirit of means that similar dynamics happenings, uh, things that you can observe and pick up on and feel in the spirit may happen repetitively before the one great event. I know that we are in a time now with the war that's going on in Israel, uh, other, uh, I think, principles, things that we observe going on that, that, that we're in a spirit of. And so the Lord is calling us to rise up and to meet the challenge. Praise God. So here's some points, some exhortations that I wish to give to you today. Number one, remember who you are. Who are you? You're a child of the Most High God. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. You are part of the body of Christ. So remember who you are that Jesus is depending upon you to be a part of the lion's army and to uphold his will and his purposes on the face of the earth. Number two, remember your training. The training is very important. It's not like I said earlier that you have different tools, different equipment, different weapons at this point. Even if the warfare is changing, no, the same ones work. What worked in the past will work here as long as we stand on the Word of God, we use the Word of God, that we give ourselves to the Holy Spirit and dreams and visions and angelic encounters and the power of God. We operate in the Spirit and the Word and then stand in third heaven authority. And every time the enemy raises its ugly head is that we cut it off with the sword of the Spirit and we give forth decrees and declarations and we prophesy. We handle this thing in the Spirit. The warfare is in the spiritual realm. Of course, we want the circumstances in the natural realm to change. But those circumstances in the natural realm are a result or manifestation of what precedingly has happened in 
the spiritual realm. So as we meet those and do the warfare in the spiritual realm and change things, then they will manifest for our good in bringing righteousness and godliness back to our nation and into the world. So we want that manifestation, but the fight is in the spirit. If it's in the spirit, then it means that our flesh can't handle it. So we don't depend upon either our bodies or even our minds in the sense that we think our souls somehow are going to get it accomplished. No. You see, God created our spirits to handle the warfare. The Holy Spirit lives in us. There's a connection with His Word, with the angels and everything through the Spirit. And from the Spirit issues forth, from your heart, come the forces of life. And as they come, they'll come through your mind, they'll come through your body, and be released. So remember who you are. And remember your training. Stand steadfast, and your faith and authority will accomplish what God wants to do. Number three, resist hate. I have to tell you that because I know for a fact that there has been, for the last, oh, at least 10 years or more, that CK and I have been discussing this, probably 15 years, that there has been a misunderstanding, a deception coming into the body of Christ that it's okay to hate. And right now, hatred and the violence of that hatred is part of the manifestation of evil. We do not defeat hatred with hatred. You can't hate people. We defeat them with love. And I'm going to talk to you about that in just a few minutes. But stay out of Hate. Resist hatred. It is not okay to hate people. You can despise that which is evil. You despise the enemy. You despise the influence. You combat. You fight against those things. But don't hate the people. The moment that you slip into that, then the enemy has a foothold and he begins to drag you into a way where you're effectiveness begins to diminish. So yeah, you can stand boldly. I'm not talking about sitting on the sidelines or just allowing anything to go. That's not, you know, that's a religious concept that we just sit back and let Jesus do it all. He wants us to operate in that authority and to defeat the enemy. So rise up in power, but do not allow hatred to get into your heart. The next one is avoid strife. Now, that's connected with hatred, I know. But avoid strife. Strife will ground an eagle. Uh, You know, you're eagle warriors, prophetic warriors. And so strife will begin to take away your effectiveness also. So strife, allowing strife to come into situations. All of a sudden, what strife is doing, as well as hatred preceding it, is it begins to drain you of the energies and the time and the focus that you need in order to wage a good warfare. And when it does, then it leaves you depleted. And it's a trick of the enemy. Keep you distracted, keep you depleted. No. So 
Not only resist hate, but avoid strife at all costs. Now, that does not mean that you are in sin if other people are upset with, hate you, uh, want to be in strife with you. Just don't allow them to pull you into the mud, okay? Everybody has problems. Everybody has those that are around that antagonize uh, or that slip in and persecute and mimic or mock or any of those things. Just, you, you got to deal with it, I know. But just don't get into the mud with them and fight it in the mud. Fight it with the power of God. Now, number five is similar, but it's refuse fear. Okay? So I'm talking about hatred, strife, and now fear. All of these things are tricks of the enemy. They're part of his psychological warfare. There's a spiritual impact, what it does to you. So refuse fear. As I mentioned earlier, the greater one indwells us. And bless God, we are going to win this victory. But it's not through fear. It's not by hiding out. So we will stay out of hatred, strife, and fear. Be as bold as a lion. Because we are the lion of the tribe of Judah's army. And we can be as bold as he wants us to be. Praise God. Now, I would say number six is walk in God's love. Walk in God's love. What does that mean? I wish I had an hour to teach on it. But I can say this. Love is God's powerful force. It's not just a feeling. It is an action and a demonstration. I'm not talking about a religious interpretation of what that love should be, where it becomes wishy-washy, where it becomes like a doormat and other people can walk over you, that you can just somehow avoid confrontation So God's love not only comes forth with compassion for other people, but it manifests with strength, with authority. So walk in God's love. There's a boldness there. There's a confronting that which is unrighteous, and it is a strength that flows through us. Hallelujah. So number seven is pray in the Spirit. I'm talking about your heavenly prayer language, praying in other tongues. I cannot overemphasize the power that that carries in our life. It not only increases our authority and faith, our wisdom, our understanding, it increases our love, uh, our perceptions in the spiritual realm, hearing the voice of God, all of those things. Praying in the Spirit daily is very, very important for us to do. So, be the warrior. Walk in third heaven authority. Remember who you are. Remember your training. Resist hatred. Avoid strife. Refuse fear. Walk in God's love and pray in the Spirit daily. The focus now is to resist this specter of darkness 
that is coming into America and for us to rise up and through the power of the Spirit of God to be the warriors and push it out, defeat the enemy, and we're going to do it. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for each and every person that's listening. And Lord, I pray now that the revelation would come upon them and that the boldness of the Holy Spirit, they feel the anointing hit them right at this particular moment. And in that anointing, that Lord, you bring about the encouragement and also the wisdom in their minds of how they need to face all of these situations in their personal life as well as in our nation. We declare in the name of Jesus Christ that the light of the kingdom of God, Jesus is the light. We are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. In Jesus' name, we speak the light against the darkness and we will be the light that comes into the darkness and dispels and tears it down, diminishes it. The light will overtake the darkness. We declare that now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. If you haven't subscribed to uh, this podcast, please do so. And also, I mentioned my book earlier. My book can be found on our website. The link to that website is here in the description of the podcast. We just want you to know that we love you and that we are for you and God's purposes for your life. Walk in authority.